Hello, and welcome to the AJ Name for Sissies podcast. My name is Marcy Backus, and I am your host. Well, can you believe it? We are on episode 30. Episode 30. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for following me. Thank you for listening. I truly appreciate it. I do this from my heart. I love what I do, and I want to keep doing it. So with that being said, I'm going to ask all of you, in honor of my episode 30, to tell three friends. Please, this week, share this episode. Send them the link by email, by text. If you need to get a link, you can get it directly from... Apple Podcasts, you can get it on my website at agingapeforsissiespodcast.com. If you need to, you can email me at agingfast1, that's agingfast1 at gmail.com. I'll be happy to send you a link that you can share with your friends. But this information is super important. We were at a party last night with friends, and it's amazing how much of this information really still needs to get out there to our age group. And as you know, not everything I talk about is age-related, but today we're going to be talking about self-care, and this can go for both the young and the old. So stay tuned, sit back, grab that cup of coffee, or grab that glass of wine, or focus on the road and listen. been home from the great road trip for a week. And let me tell you, I had a ton of doctor's appointments. (laughs) We've talked about that on several episodes. The amount of doctor's appointments that some of us, I know it's not everybody, but some of us end up with is is amazing. But I did see um, two doctors this week, and one of them was my cardiologist. Not the greatest of reports, but not the worst. So I'll keep you up to date with that. I got a couple of big tests coming up. One of them being uh, an MRI for the heart. I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of MRIs, unfortunately, in my life. I don't enjoy them. But normally I can be drugged. Um, (laughs) Legally drugged. But guess what? Not for this one. I... I do not get to be drugged. I have to do an hour and a half MRI on my own. So I am going to pull from all the strength that I have. I'm going to do it. It's going to be great. What I do ask them to when I can't have anything to help calm me, I always have them put a face cloth, or I ask for a face washcloth, face cloth, whatever, and I put it over my face. That way, if I open my eyes, I don't see the MRI machine. I feel like I'm at the spa. (laughs) So, yeah, it's not going to be great, but I'll get it done. I am getting it done the first Monday, excuse me, had a little hiccup there, the first Monday in April. And I'll share the results with you. I'll let you know what's going on with me. And hopefully it's nothing big, but I am excited for the fact that you can get an MRI and they can see everything. And that way the doctor is not working in the dark. I know we all don't have the best doctor's appointments sometimes, but I'll tell you this cardiologist here in Chicago, I went to his office and an afternoon appointment. When I walked in, he already knew my history. He had seen my cardiology reports from Cedar sinai over 15, maybe 20 years ago now. 
in Los Angeles. He had seen all my um, cardiology reports in Orange County, California. This man had gone over my records, already had a plan of action that he thought he was going to take with me. And before you see this cardiologist, his nurse always does an EKG, so he has fresh results there. The interesting thing about my EKG I'll share with you is that it shows I've had a heart attack. I don't remember having a heart attack. And he said sometimes there are silent heart attacks. So that was a little disconcerting, but we'll get more information from my MRI and with some other weird things that I have going on. But it's great that we can do all this. I am grateful that I can afford to do all this and that I have good health insurance and I do have great medical care here in the city of Chicago. So that's what's kind of been going on with me this week. I was um, getting back into the swing of things after being gone for six weeks. The one thing I did find out though is my husband had been sweeping the crumbs in the kitchen, all the crumbs under the carpet in the kitchen. He said that's where they need to be stored. With a straight face, he said that. So that was pretty funny. I'm like, have you been... Because when I went to clean on Monday when I got home, I pulled up that carpet and I'm like, what the heck? Like, have the ants been storing this under here? I had no idea. Like some squirrels squirreling away crumbs. No, just my husband, Craig. You got to love him. Because if you didn't, you'd strangle him sometimes. I tell you. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that because then there's evidence. Anyway, I hope your week went great this week. I am recording this on Sunday night. I will drop it tomorrow, Monday. I had such a busy week and busy weekend that I did not get a chance to record anything. So I'm recording in my bedroom today again because Craig is in the other room. And as you all know, we moved into a condo that's got one bedroom and a living area. So I'm in here with the cats. I don't know. They are up to something crazy over there with the string, but they're having a good time. So if you hear anything, might be the cats. It was a beautiful day in Chicago here today. It was really cold, but it was crystal clear, bright blue skies, like unbelievably blue. And I'm sitting here in my bedroom and I'm looking out at all the city lights because we live on the 36th floor surrounded by other high rise. And sometimes it's just so beautiful. You look at everybody in their little pod. It's almost like we're like insects in our own little houses (laughs) and everybody's doing something. So it's always kind of fun. I have, there's so many new TV shows that I'm watching. I don't know about you, but the new Mandalorian came out. Ted Lasso is out. Oh, there's several others, and I'm all confused on what days they're dropping. And so sometimes I'm excited because I get to watch two episodes because I forgot to check and I forgot to do that with Mandalorian. So this week I got two episodes of Mandalorian. Um, It's so fun with all these platforms to watch TV on, but sometimes you lose track of everything you're watching. I don't know about you, but that happens to me. So... I did catch up on a little bit of TV this week, Um, caught up with people at church, which was really nice. I was missed, and it's always nice to be missed by people. Um, Went to Lenten service at our new church, and that is always lovely to have a midweek pick-me-up, a definite pick-me-up. And let's see what else was going on this week. Oh, we had our friends come in that are from San Jose, and they came in and we had a, um, as I said, um, the opening, we had a little party at a friend's house here and um, outside in the suburbs of Chicago. But we started talking about Medicare. And um, 
one of the couples hadn't listened to my podcast. The other one listens regularly, Bob and Lucy. Hi, Bob and Lucy. And I appreciate that, that they listen. And um, there were some questions that came up and I just said to our host, I said, you need to listen to my podcast because we talk about all things Medicare. Um, as I said last week, I've got some um, interviews coming up. So look for that. That's going to be exciting. I know my husband loves when I do interviews. I think he gets sick of listening to me talk, but too bad. So sad. I can't get interviews all the time. And again, if you have any questions for me, agingfast1 at gmail.com, agingfast1 at gmail.com. It's starting to be spring here in Chicago. This week, we're going to be in the high 40s and the 50s. And I have to tell you, it'll feel good. The last couple days have been pretty darn chilly. And I am not a lover of the cold, but I have handled it pretty well. It's been a mild winter, but I think even for a mild winter and a Californian, I did very well. So looking forward to a little bit warmer weather. I noticed um, we were out at my mother-in-law's home today and the bulbs are starting to poke up with all the greenery. So that's exciting because then you know that spring is just around the corner. And when my son lived here, he said that's what made winters bearable, knowing that there's a spring and summer right around the corner. So... Sit back, as I always tell you to do, relax. We are now going to start our part on self-care. Well, as I was getting ready to start recording this section, the heater went on in my bedroom, and I know that that makes background noise. It's hard for me to get out. And I just turned it off, and I'm thinking, I better remember to turn that back on, or it's going to be chilly, chilly, chilly in this bedroom tonight. So let's talk about self-care tips. Some of these will surprise you. Some of them won't. Um, For most of us, we've taken care of someone else our entire lives. Our children, then our aging parent. So many of you are taking care of grandchildren's. Possibly along the way, you've taken care of an ailing spouse or a friend. Some people have never stopped to consider the importance of self-care. I'm not one of those people. I have always been very good about self-care, maybe selfish care at times, but I believe self-care is important. And if you think about it, when you are on an airplane, what do they tell you? Put your mask on first before your, even your child, because if you're not okay, you can't help anybody else. So think about that with your self-care. How good are you if you're not taking care of yourself? Research suggests that self-care, especially in seniors, promotes a positive health outcomes such as fostering resilience, living longer, and becoming better equipped to manage stress. That is all something that's extremely important as you move on in life. So what the heck is self-care? Many people view self-care as a form of self-indulgence. See, you even heard me say that about myself. The act of caring for yourself is actually an important part of your good health and well-being. 
Self-care is defined as the practice of taking an active role in protecting your own well-being, health, and happiness, especially during periods of stress. Let me repeat, repeat that, especially during periods of stress. And I think that's the time that people neglect self-care the most. There's a good reason why the World Health Organization has declared that overall health is not merely the absence of disease or infirmity, but a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being. It's because wellness is holistic or about the... I'm sorry. It's because wellness is holistic or about the whole being. And one of the ways of looking at holistic health is the presence of presence of positive emotions and moods, absence of negative emotions and depression and anxiety, satisfaction with life, fulfillment with positive and positive functioning, physical, emotional, psychological, economic, and social well-being, development and activity, and life satisfaction. Again, think of self-care as pre-flight instructions. Airline flight attendants always tell us in case of an emergency that we should put our own oxygen mask on first, even before helping someone else. That's because otherwise the passenger will run out of oxygen and be unable to help others. It doesn't make you selfish. It makes you better and more equipped to help others and yourself. Putting yourself first is an unselfish act and a priority because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't help anyone else. That is a fact. So now that we've kind of covered what self-care is and what self-care means and that it doesn't mean you're selfish, which I already had put myself in that category, I'm going to give you 12 self-care tips. First one, live healthier. Try to eat more healthy foods, get enough sleep, exercise regularly and cut down on alcohol. I don't drink, not a problem. I overeat. So for me, I need to cut back on my eating, not necessarily on my alcohol. But see where you fit in that. Look at yourself. In living healthier, where are you at? Where could you be better? Number two, be proactive with your physical health. Schedule your medical this, this I really believe. And I think this is where a lot of adults fail. And you young adults are just as bad as us older adults. Be proactive with your physical health. Schedule your regular medical, eye, dental checkups. Preventative measures help catch any small issues before they become bigger ones. So at the beginning of the year, schedule your physical, schedule your eye exam, and schedule your dental. I happen to like to go to the dentist at least three times a year. My favorite is four. I do a lot of plaque buildup, so I'd rather pay for them twice a year to do clean my teeth so that I don't have to be there as long the other two times. Again, kind of a selfish thing, but I, I, I prefer that. So again, make sure those things are done. Be proactive with it. Don't wait till something's bothering you. Well, as we all know, I go to the doctor a lot, not intentionally and not because I want to, but just because I have to. In doing that and being there a lot, I get all my preventative stuff done quite well. Be proactive about your emotional health. This is number three. 
your emotional health. It's common for older adults to struggle with anxiety or depression. Even if you're feeling pretty positive about life, it's always a good thing to have a good friend to talk to and share life with. Having a minister or a counselor to talk to regularly can also be a big source of support. I am a big proponent of therapy. I think it's an amazing thing. I think it's great, too, if you have friends that you can share with and talk with. I do have that. And I think that that is extremely, extremely important. Number four. This is a little hard for me to do right now. And this is part of what I'm struggling with. See your friends regularly to build your sense of belonging. Consider joining a support group to make new friends. Well, I don't think there's a friend's support group here in Chicago. But what I have done for myself, just so you know, I went this weekend, I had an orientation to work at the um, Midwest largest LGBTQIA plus community center. And I'm also talking in talks with my church about doing something over there. I'm going to get myself out and see people regularly because I can become as outgoing as I am. And most of you that know me know I'm outgoing. I can become just as big an introvert. And I know that seems weird, but it's true. So getting out, see your friends, make, make a call, call your friend for lunch. Um, Craig just went and met his friends at a bar to watch one of the ball games. I think it was basketball. Isn't it March Madness or something like that? March crazy is what it is. And um, make sure you're making those connections. Don't wait for people to connect with you. Connect with them also. Send a text. Reach out and touch someone. Remember that old commercial, reach out and touch someone? We'll do that. That's number four. Number five, try to do something you enjoy every day. That might mean dancing, watching a favorite TV show, working in the garden, painting, reading, whatever you love doing. Do it every day. If you love reading, even read if it just makes you fall asleep, but do it. Find ways to relax like meditation, yoga, getting a massage, or just taking a warm bubble bath. I love a massage. I love anything. Massage my feet, my toes, my knees. I don't care. So I know these things can be pricey. So I'm going to suggest what I did here. I found a massage school. It happens to be right up my street, but the prices are great. And across at the mall at the water tower, there's um, a massage place also there. Um, It's the type of massage place that massage over your clothes, but it's like $65 for an hour. I know that sounds like a lot. It's really not. And for the relaxation it gives you, it's amazing. I also love a manicure pedicure and that is also very relaxing to me. So do what works for you. But if you're struggling, if you want a facial, let me tell you, go to a beauty school. If finances are an issue, take care of yourself. You can go to a beauty school and get a facial. You can get your eyebrows done. You can get all those things done. Men, same thing. Self-care. Go get a manicure, a pedicure, a massage, a facial. Y'all have the same skin as we have. So it's, it's not just for the ladies. So men, I suggest get out there. Do it. Take a yoga class. My girlfriend Lynn keeps telling me to do Pilates and I've looked into a Pilates studio here and I'm... I'm on the edge. I'm on the edge, people. I'm, 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 I'm thinking about doing it. 
Number seven, get outside. Not so easy to do here in Chicago in the winter, but our weather's getting better and the great outdoors has many health benefits. Uh, I talked to Craig this year. We're going to get me an electric bike. Um, I just, I don't have my hip arthritis is so bad. I don't think I could do a regular bike, but I would love an electric bike where I can pedal when I want to and not when I don't. So we're going to get me one of those. Um, the great out and get so get outdoors get outside hey get an electric bike if you don't think you can ride a regular bike anymore in california there everybody has them even the kids where we lived all the kids had like that kind of bugged me but don't get me started on that but for us adults i'd rather see you outside on an electric bike than sitting inside all the time take a regular walk in the park offer um it offers remarkable health benefits for both mind body and soul outdoors go out outside, take a breath, walk to the mailbox. If you're not getting outside, do it slow, but do something. You know, one of the best things to do is to play like you did when you were a kid. Make a mess with finger paints, bow bubbles, challenge a friend to play Monopoly or checkers. Buy ice cream and toppings and invite everyone over for an old-fashioned ice cream social. Do something you love to do as a kid that you can still do. And I think riding a bike is perfect. I loved, I rode my bike everywhere when I was a kid. Everywhere. And the thought of getting this electric bike, I was a little scared at first, but I'm looking forward to it now. Number nine. Do something you've always wanted to do. Bake a souffle, build a bird condo, learn to knit. If you're not sure how, take a class or look online for something. My gosh, online, YouTube, you can learn anything on YouTube, everyone. Um, there's a girl I started following. She does sourdough bread and she paints it with gel food coloring and they look like paintings. They're beautiful. And I thought, oh, that is so cool. I don't have that talent, but I wish I did. So find something. Do something you've always wanted to do. Don't do something you've already done. Think about something you've always wanted to do and do that. Watch or listen to comedy. I love comedy. Um, uh, if you have Sirius XM, there's Clean Comedy Radio. I don't remember what its what its real name is, but there's no swear words. It's no cussing. It's really funny. So look into that. Look on... Um, Look online. Go to an open mic night at a local club. Okay, number 11 is therapeutic massage. This is different, and I've um, done this for years. Myofacial massaging. After my car accident, I found my friend. Well, he's now my friend. He wasn't my friend when it started, but Alfredo is amazing. And Alfredo did myofacial massage on me. It's very different. It, it, I am very flexible now. I thank him from the bottom of my heart for helping me after my car accident. But look into therapeutic massage. A massage can relieve muscle tension, stimulate the body's natural painkillers, and boost your immune system. It can also help you feel less anxious and more relaxed. So number 12, it kind of goes along with, what was it? Doing something outside. But take a nature break. Even if you don't go outside, just looking at nature will calm your nerves, relieve mental fatigue. 
In one study, people with views of nature were happier with their lives than people with no view of nature. Craig and I have always been blessed. We've bought homes with beautiful views. I will tell you that it makes a huge difference. And just like I told you when I started this podcast tonight, I'm looking out at all of the buildings. I can look at the top of the Hancock Center and they have the um, blue and yellow up there. And the other night, everything was green, all the buildings that light up. But I can look out. I can see people across watching TV. It's not like I can see them directly. I know they're there. It's like a neighborhood up in the sky. It's kind of cool. So these are some tips that I have given you to give yourself self-care. And remember in the beginning what I said, it's not selfish to have self-care. Put your oxygen mask on first, and then you're able to help other. All right, we are going to now follow up with the senior moment. Okay, let's talk about the senior moment. Right now, we're going to talk about Medicare insulin costs. And I just want to remind you that as of January 1st, 2023, your Medicare drug plan can't charge you more than $35 for a one-month supply of each Part D covered insulin product. And you don't have to pay any deductible for your insulin. If you get a two or three month supply of Part D covered insulin, your cost can't be more than $35 for each month's supply. So for example, if you get a two month supply of a Part D covered insulin, you won't pay more than $70 for that two month supply. If you get a Part D covered insulin product that and pay more than $35 for any month's supply between January 1st, 2023 and March 1st, 2023, your Part D plan must reimburse you within 30 calendar days for the amount you paid that's over your $35 monthly supply. So this is some good information. And again, if you use a Medicare insurance agent, it's super important. You can give them a call. This is why it's great to use one. Again, they don't charge you anything to be your Medicare insurance agent. My friend Nita Wenrick, who's done several episodes with us, her number is on my website, www.agingaintforsissiespodcast.com. Give her a call. Ask her questions. If you're not in her area, she will get you someone that is. So I hope that little bit of senior information is helpful today. Once again, you know what I always say. Until next week, aging ain't for sissies. Talk to you next week.